0: Hi, everyone. This is Anastasia, and we are finally recording our first ever episode for the podcast. (laughs) I know, we clap. But I know I said this episode is going to be about mental illness, but based off what has happened in South Windsor these past couple of days, I had to switch it up real quick. And this episode is called Black, the Blue Edition. Now, based off of the episode... The title, you probably know that this episode is going to be about Blue Lives Matter and Cap, and just what has happened in South Windsor recently, which is really shocking for a town that prides themselves on inclusivity and just equality for all. Now, I will be on with my friend, Loxie. She is a South Windsor resident, but doesn't attend the South Windsor Public Schools anymore. But yes, her and I are going to be talking about Blue Lives Matter, the shocking news that happened in South Windsor for this podcast. So stay tuned. (laughs) All right, everyone. So this is Loxie.
1: Hi, I'm a rising 12th grader. I've been a South Windsor resident for 17 years. I've been in the South Windsor public school system for over 10 years, but I currently attend a school out of state.
0: Right. So yeah, as you could tell, like I said earlier... Ro- Loxy did used to attend school in the South Windsor area. She didn't, in fact, go to our high school for a bit, but then she transferred and went somewhere else out of state. But um, although Loxy, could you say like your race towards everybody, towards the audience, like where you're from, your ethnic background?
1: Um, so I am a Hispanic American, specifically an Ecuadorian American. Both my parents were immigrants from Ecuador, and yeah.
0: Alright, so, like I said, this episode is called Black the Blue Edition, and let's get to it. Now, the news that we got about what happened in South Windsor, in fact, it was Loxie the one who texted me and told me this, like, if it weren't for her, I wouldn't have known at all, so, Loxie, would you like to say the news that has happened?
1: Yeah, so, currently in the town hall on the pavement leading to where the town hall is, the words Black Lives Matter were painted a while ago by the South Winter for Black Lives Movement, or the group, and recently, I believe it was a few days ago, um, someone came in and they painted over it, or they vandalized it with um, F, Black Lives Matter, and then like Blue Lives Matter on top of that, and so now within the town, we have, there's a situation going on that they have to, wash both the vandalized message and the Black Lives Matter mural off. And it's just a whole big debacle. And it just shows a lot about our town and the like situation environment we are in. And I guess how polarized our community is, right? And it just says a lot.
0: It's so, it is so crazy because South Windsor, everybody sees South Windsor as a town that is just like, you know, you can model for it being equal and stuff like that no matter even though we do have a lot of people on both sides of the like spectrum the political spectrum but a lot what a lot of people don't realize is that South Wizard has stuff like this too like there are people here that downright despise the whole movement and stuff like that but there are also people here that downright despise the blue Lives matter movement as well so it's just like but I don't know I wouldn't think Pete Southman's residence would stoop this low as to actually, like, vandalizing that mural. And it's been up for so long, too. Like, that mural is just painted. It's just paint. Literally paint. And Mm -hmm. it's, like, on the floor, the ground, too. So it's not like you drive past and you see it every day. Like, you can literally just ignore it. And it's, like, for someone, for it to bother someone that well, like, not... It not even being a person, just a piece of, just paint splattered on the ground, to me, that is, like, shocking. I don't know. Because I know for a fact, if I saw, like, blue, like, I don't know, just, like, all, hmm, never mind. (laughs) Going back to what you
1: said about how, like, it's hard to imagine people stooping that to that level, that level. such a horrendous act it's like within the town hall meetings itself when they're publicly announcing letters sent by members of the community people are outright saying i feel so uncomfortable by this or like this is a terrorist movement and all that stuff it just, wow it
0: was, like, y'all how, hear like, that White privilege terrorist movement, movement. How, somebody like, said that
1: the sign alone bothers them they're only feeling a mere fraction of what black people and other thank people you. of color have been feeling in this country for hundreds of years. Thank and you, they'll bro. never fully experience to the extent of the uncomfortableness and fear that we feel within our own country. Right.
0: And, and it's know, like, it we, can't, we can't force, like the majority will never know how we feel. We can't force them to know how we feel. But my thing is, I feel like just that, that ounce of ignorance that some people have should just they're unwilling to rob- learn or Right, and that's the thing, and it's like you're gonna have to learn at some point because we're here to stay, baby. Like we ain't going nowhere. So it's either you want to mm-hmm. stay ignorant while we all continue to progress and take the jobs y'all first had and take all the big shot, just everything that you guys used to hold. Y'all can sit there while we do all of that and we become successful, or you can understand and then we can be all become successful together. Because I feel like one of the big things that is causing chaos and all of that right now is you know just everything that is happening with Black Lives Matter but also just the counter the counter movement of Blue Lives Matter that has been brought up and is just being like put on full blast right now now before before this whole like this Black Lives Matter movement was taken seriously, and the whole Blue Lives Matter came up. I didn't even, I, me myself, I didn't realize that it was around for so long. Like I thought it was something that was brought up recently, and it was just, and then it's just like making its way now. But I have this website that I got some information from. It's from the U, the U.S. Sun, and it actually says that Blue Lives Matter was founded in 2014 by the NYPD. And when I saw the, I saw the date, and I was like, it's been around for that long. Like I, I didn't know. I just thought it was something that people decided to come up with right now. So, but I have some information yeah, on what, that's crazy. I know, right. I have some information on what the website said. Um, Just a little bit about Blue Lives Matter. So it says that like, we know Blue Lives Matter was a counter argument that emerged after Black Lives Matter. So you can see, because it popped up again after the Black Lives Matter movement came up and stuff. But um, there is something here. That I also got from the website. So we all know that Black Lives Matter, we're protesting against police brutality and like systemic racism and the whole like ACAB, defund the police, stuff like that. Now, this quote that I got from the website, some Blue Lives Matter people and things like that are saying that killing a police officer should be considered a hate crime and believe that cops are discriminated against. Now, I read that and I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. So, I mean, if you you do, would you like to give your input on that before I say something?
1: Yeah, it's interesting how they use the term hate crime to describe the killing of a police. However, in my opinion, I feel like it should not be classified as a hate crime. Killing someone alone, that's already a crime on a legal level. Right. However, with police, it's a profession. you decide if you decide to become a police you go through the training you go through education you put yourself in that situation where you know that this job can be lethal you can end up dying within your profession and i think you just need to come down under come to terms and understand with that that at the end of the day if like a hate crime is based on like your identity so whether that be religion or your how you look and at the end of the day people with their religion and Um, their race the color of their skin or their ethnicity they can't change that and so it's a matter of with police like you can take off your uniform you can take off your cap but people of color or people of different religions we can't do that right
0: can't magically make myself turn white one day and then decide to be asian the next like it doesn't work like that but Mm -hmm. i yeah i was just bringing up the whole hate crime thing i think taking it as a hate crime I feel like it's a little too far. No, scratch that. I think it is taking it too far because I'm sitting here like, you know, okay, call it a hate crime. But when a police officer shoots a black man, that's not a hate crime? That's, yeah, that's, to me, that's like, and I know some of them are justified. Like, there are some, there are some people out there, people of color out there that, you know, are actually doing bad things. And like, if you shoot them, that's understand. Like, if you actually are, presented with danger, but I'm talking about Brianna Taylor going up in her house to do this, like George, standing on You're George Floyd's speaking. neck for a counterfeit um, bill or whatever. Like, I'm talking about these people that are just standing there and you think look suspicious to them, or they're standing, they're standing in, in a neighborhood that you don't think they can live in. Like, let's talk about that too. Oh my God. Assumptions. I'm in, in school, the amount of times I've been asked, like, if I live in Hartford, To me, it's just irritating. Like I understand we have that program, but just because I'm black, that does not mean that I cannot afford to live in South Windsor. Like I tell them, I said I have a house in South Windsor. Thank you very much. Like I've lived there ever since I was young. Don't like that irritates me. I don't like assumptions like that. And as you can as you can tell, the assumptions continue. Like are like you can tell that they're passed on to the generations because we still have adults that look at us and assume that we live in places like that. And to me, that is like, no. But getting back onto the topic, I feel like if we are going to call killing a police officer a hate crime, then America needs to step it up and realize that all these Black killings and stuff is a hate crime as well, and that people should be getting and it's like, if you want to, I'm just saying be equal. If you want to charge people for get, for shooting a cop because it's a hate crime, put that in air quotation marks, then the people that are killing all these um, black people that aren't doing nothing start putting these policemen and people in jail. Because as I'm saying, Breonna Taylor's murderers are still roaming around free. And just because they threw George Floyd's murder murderers, cops into jail, that does not justify everything. So that's that's what I gotta say about that quote. Like call it a hate crime, call it whatever. I'm just saying have that same energy when policemen and just people in general are not people in general, but I'm saying like when policemen are killing innocent black people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah. So now now we're really getting into the whole Blue Lives Matter thing. So from this website, all of my all of my sources I'm pulling up today will be from this website. But from this website, there is this quote here that just took me aback because it does, like it kind of comes towards us people of color too, but like you can't get mad at it because it is partially true. So the quote that I have pulled up from the website, it says, they don't even label me based on being African-American, Latino, Asian, Caucasian, and so on. They tend to see an even broader stereotype through an even more racist lens. When they look at me, they see blue. Now, when I read that, I said, damn, bro, because that quote is not wrong. <laughs> that quote is not wrong at all. But So actually, that's the second time I've read you that quote, because I read it to you before we started. Have you developed any ideas or thoughts about this quote that I pulled?
1: to an extent i understand this quote and that be an identity of a profession of being a police or being part of that system people tend to see you only as a cop and i think that kind of correlates into the next conversation of acab or all cops are bad and i think there's this just misconception that we're saying all cops are bad but in reality, we are not saying that cops as an individual, like outside of your profession, you weren't bad. Mm-hmm. It's saying that the system itself is very detrimental because right. police are being complicit <clears throat> to a system that has been for centuries belittling the lives of people of color. And so yeah. in order to get rid of that notion that, you know, as an individual, you're bad because you're a cop, which isn't true, or that all cops are bad, you need to make revolutionary transformations to not only the police system but society as a whole by making or like offering opportunities and resources to elevate people who are in underrepresented communities, such that you know police because i believe as a whole the police are um projecting violence not just on a physical or, um psychological level but also as long as they do their job that form of exploitation of only protecting the welfare, protecting right the
0: population is right, like their goal. You cannot be a and- police officer and only protect one race. It does not work like that. I'm sorry. I'm like I know there are some cops out there that like are with protecting everybody, but based just like the whole the whole killing innocent people and all of that, or just all these cases too. Like it doesn't matter if a policeman did it. All these cases of a of a person who's not a person of color killing somebody that is and then it's just being swept under the rug that right there too even though it's not a police officer who did it himself situations like that too are the reason why i feel like people say it as well because i'm sitting here like you may not have been the one that did it but your job is to protect everybody that does live here matter if they are a person of color or not so why is it that oh a white person did it it doesn't matter we can sleep it under the rug oh it was this or they put it on they they can pull the mental illness card and it all disappears and i Mm -hmm. hate that so much it's just no continue go go
1: yeah if you think about it when we say equality under the law in in terms of legal like stances yeah we should be all equal under the law but it's a matter of how we implement it are we really all equal under the law
0: and the answer is no no, bruh no Mm -hmm. not at all like, this is just so crazy to me. And going back to the quote, you know, I understand. That that quote came for all of us because I know we're all like that. But it's hard sometimes because there are some videos that I've seen where it is people of color killing their own kind. And it's like, to me, that's like, wow. Because that is your race right there. You know. Your people and. people, your community. Right. And in some of the videos, they aren't even presenting danger to you. And, like, to me, that's just crazy. Like, how can you not expect some people to just see you as blue when their videos and stuff? Because social media technology plays a lot in what we all see. We all know the news is, like, rigged and stuff like that. Social media is rigged just like that, too. And so it's hard when all we see is um, people of their own like, the, the racial majority killing people of color, even people of color killing other people of color and, and stuff like that, like cops in general. And that's so, that's, like, hard to, to me, that's like, mm, like, can I even trust, like, when I see cops, i like, oh, he's black. But then I 2nd guess myself, like, can I even trust you? Because, like, who knows? So it's, it's just a big line of, I don't know, it's just hard. But... Going it's back kind to of similar
1: in the Hispanic community. How especially with when it comes to immigration, you know, many you see many Hispanic workers working at the border or at ICE facilities, and you wonder right.
0: like, how oh my they God. be in support
1: of that? Like yes. we were all on the same boat once. Maybe like not just figuratively, but maybe literally, we came in the boat right. to um, Elliot Islander.
0: <laughs> but you have to remember that like it's a job, you know. At the same time, like you don't know what's going on in this person's life. It's like I've had people who are in like, in the military, right, who stand for what we are fighting for, but because that is, like, their job and stuff, you know, and, like, the consequences they may face from that. Because I know, like, there are certain things, like, I don't know, doing something wrong in the military goes a long way, man. Like, that can mm-hmm. follow you forever. So, like, there are people that I do under do understand. But, again, we're not talking about the military, we're talking about the police. So, <laughs> but... Yeah, but I think when you mentioned that, I think not only we have to...
1: I think it's a matter of like complicity that some people don't have a choice. And right. if you think about if we want to fight that or stop that, we need to think up at the bigger picture and think of how society functions as a whole. How can we like fight that systemic racism that has been going on for centuries? And like, in what ways can we do it?
0: Right. But bringing up the ACAB thing, ACAB doesn't stand for all cops are bad. It stands for all cops are bastards. I know that's a swear, but I don't care because we're going to use it now on my phone I have this post that this Instagram called at forget at forgot forgetting end I forgot I can't I don't know what it is but it's at forgetting end is it's been explained so yeah it says all caps does not it doesn't mean a cap does not mean all caps are bass are bad it means all caps are bastards but here here's out the quote the um the The definition that we use for bastards is called is an is the adjective one and it's called of a thing no longer in its pure or original form debased. Now, I when I first heard the all cops are bastards thing, I was like, wait, no, because not all cops are bad. But when I after I read that post, I was like, you know what? She is not wrong because this thing that is supposed to protect all of us is so corrupt. Like the system in itself is so. like corrupt and all of that, like to the point where, you know, when we say that it's like the system just has to change. Now, I know there's some people out here saying defund the police and this, this and that. And there are some extremists and like Blue Lives Matter people are saying, oh, so you want to just get rid of the police as a whole? No, we're not saying that. We're saying, look at how I saw this thing, right? On Instagram. I forgot what Instagram page it is, but if you're listening, I'm telling you right now, I'm giving credit to you. It was a post and it said that the Yukon head police officer makes close to half a million dollars a year. Now, what does one, one police officer need half a million dollars for? When, you know, and I saw this other post where Yukon is, when Yukon was asked to, like, lower their funding of the police, they ended up increasing their funding for them and taking away some of their division sports because they didn't have the money. I was like, no, you have the money. You're just putting it in the wrong places. Like, I'm not saying, like, I know there are some people, when they do say defund the police, they are talking about defund it completely, and we can just do, like, communal watch programs and stuff like that. Now, that would be chaos. I do not believe that at all, because no matter what, at the end of the day, I feel like we do need police to keep order and stuff like that. Yeah, in like a utopian society, I feel like that would work. But yeah, but it's just in, not, in reality, yeah, so. the most dystopian society ever. <laughs> but I'm saying when we, I'm saying defunding the police, I'm saying taking some of the money off a little bit, just shaving it a little bit off and putting it to other places because there are places they need, like education, like stuff like that. Because I know, you know, there are some schools where they don't have to pay for their AP exam tests.
1: Yeah, I in high school I didn't have to pay because I'm on financial aid. So whatever financial pay or aid package includes
0: um right. testing score. Now I'm saying like I mean like I'm low income, so I don't have to pay for any of that. But I'm saying the people who like they don't even though they are not low income, the money is still stretched pretty thin. Who are just like missing it by like a little bit. You know, you know, those tests are expensive. Ninety dollars too. And it's like you gotta pay I don't know. It's just a lot of fees that I feel like shouldn't have to be like that.
1: Yeah, especially if you want to get ahead. If you want to take more than one AP, that, right. like, the total amount of costs add up. And it might become hefty and a little bit of a burden for your family.
0: Exactly. But, yeah, like, let me go back to this Instagram post when she said that. So, it's all, okay, so let me let me fill it up. So, it says, a cap is an attack on the police system, not the individual cop. Which is true. Like I said, I'm not saying all cops are not bad. We know that. We have some good cops that are actually there to protect all of us and do the right thing. But the police system as a whole, though, that needs to be fixed. So that was a post. If you think about,
1: like, the origin of like policing, and if you think about it as far as maybe like England in terms of their history, the police were designed to help the the wealthy, and so it's their fundamental or fundament of why it exists has always been to protect only a certain group of people, and then not really care about the other people or the people <laughs> of lower income right. from different backgrounds. <clears throat> and I think that kind of translates to how like as a whole the system has never been pure it's right. maybe gotten worse over time but right the idea of why policing exists in the first phase we can never say it was like it's always been corrupted
0: right now you know what i have always wondered what do they learn at like police training it's the same Everybody
1: thing just pick a test or something like that
0: no because they, they train for eight weeks so I want to know like what's what crazy. It what takes longer wear. to
1: become a um, barber than it does to become <laughs> Hair, a police.
0: MUAs, cosmetologists. It takes longer for them to become just to beautify people's face and hair than people. I was that look. I'm sorry. Whoever becomes a lawyer or works under the law or just something like that, one thing that should be on your list is making how long it takes to become a police longer. Like I just just, yes. That's well. That's all I have to say about that. Because I, I feel like the time is just ridiculous. Like, I, I have to go to, if I want to become a doctor, I got to go to school for 14 years just to maybe do some minor thing on you and still experience racism because you don't trust me. But the police that have only been to school for two months, eight weeks, you trust them with your life. That to me right there is some crazy ass shit. And I'm sorry for swearing, but that is so good. That just blows my effing mind, guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> but one of the last things that I have that we're going to talk about is the flag in itself. Now, obviously, Black Lives Matter has their own flag. But the Blue Lives Matter have their own flag with that one blue line. And I have a quote from the same website that I've been using this entire podcast. And it says that that blue line represents the cops line of duty and the thin and the thin blue line that keeps society from erupting into chaos. Now I read that last part and I said, "Mm," because if we really think about it, isn't it? Aren't the cops? The reason why we're all in this chaos right now, like aren't George Floyd's cops, the reason why we're all in this chaos right now. So I feel like, I don't know, it comes and goes. Like you may think it does keep order. Like, you know, yeah, sure. car accidents, stuff like that. It does keep order, you know, when people are breaking the peace. Just stuff like that. But that blue line causes a shit ton of chaos too, guys. Sorry for swearing again. Causes a whole lot of chaos too, like this entire mess. And instead of keeping the order, it just gets erupted. Boom. Throw the blue lives matter on it. Boom! Continue There's to kill people. The protest, right. The police showed up in the, here. like why? right and the rubber bullets that aren't even rubber. I remember when I saw this Instagram post. I said, "Bro, this is." A, I was like, "This is just metal coated in this <laughs> thin layer of rubber." And you want to call it rubber bullets? Man, f out of here with that. That is not rubber bullets. But yeah, I don't know. I just think I just think the flag. They need to find a new way to justify that because. Um, That chaos thing, you guys are the main source of the chaos right now. Like, I'm sorry if I have any Blue Lives Matter listeners on here. Like, I don't mean to defend any of you, but I'm just saying, based on what's happened since quarantine, you guys are the main reason why this chaos has erupted. So, yes. But the main question is, do you think that we can live in a society without cops in the blue line, in quotation marks?
1: Oh, definitely not. We can right. uh, in an ideal yeah. situation we can. But right. I think what's very important and I would love to emphasize on this is that we just need major reforms within our system. Not only in the police system, but on the education or like spectrum, on the uh economic spectrum, political right. spectrum. If we focus on those, we can create an ideal society where you know, these things are not like the priority of our problems anymore. And You're I right. think at that point we would be able to live like, more prosperous.
0: So basically, reforms, guys. That's literally it. We can't, I, I don't, th- I know there's some people out there that really, really think that we can live without the police. I don't think that we can. Now I'm about to pull my AP Gov knowledge on here. Let's throw back to when the Articles of Confederation was in place and how there was no militia. And everybody who's learned about that time, you know, all my AP Gov people that might be listening, we all know how chaotic that was. So it's just like, I don't, I don't think we can't live without police. And like, if that's like saying we can live without a military. Now think about it. If we said that, you know how fast we'd be bombed by like every single country in this world right now, if we didn't have a military. Uh, so I just, I like to, I just think of it as that, like I may be on here and I might be hurting some people's feelings, what I've said with the blue eyes matter thing. But at the end of the day, we can't live without police, but we do need reforms. Just because i say I can't live without you, that doesn't mean I give you the right to kill all my people out here, because I'm not giving you the right to do that. But, yeah, so we're just saying reforms, guys. That's, yeah. So, that's all that we have for this podcast. The first one is actually pretty good. I know. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. But, um, yes, so I don't even know when this will be out, but <laughs> just yeah, that was the end guys. But thank you for listening. Remember, if you haven't followed me yet, my Instagram page is at Anastasia.acenso. And the page that I co-run with the person who still wants to stay anonymous is at Black at S Windsor. So make sure you follow. I share the anonymous stories on there. And my friend Loxie, she's about to say her Instagram titles and stuff like that. So Loxie, Mm-hmm. You can follow me on Instagram
1: at Loxie Lopez with two Zs at the end. Thanks.
0: All right. So, yeah, guys, that was it. Let me know what you think. I know a lot of you guys I'm probably friends with or I attend school with or some of you guys know Loxy as well. So just let us know what you think about all of this. And, yeah, see you all later. Catch you on the flip side. Bye.